You are listening to the You Are Techie podcast, episode number 84. Welcome to the You Are Techie podcast, where it's all about growing in your techiness so you can find the tech job of your dreams. And now your host, technology learning coach, Ellen Toomey. Hey moms, are you trying to break into tech? Are you wondering what skills you really need to get hired? And how those skills can be worth $45 an hour. Not that $25 an hour you thought when you first started thinking about going back to work. If so, then the Your Techie membership is for you. Our combination of courses, coaching, and community come with the mentor support you need to keep moving forward into your tech career. It's like no other membership available. We have the exact skills employers are looking for. You'll learn how to maximize your income with portfolio-ready skills that hiring managers are seeking, not to mention the steps you can skip so you don't find yourself down that endless tech learning rabbit hole. Join me as we walk you step-by-step through the getting hired process in tech. Sign up at youartechie.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y.com. I can't wait to see you in our membership. Welcome to the podcast. Today on the show, we're talking about how to become a web designer. And if you don't know the difference between UX designer and web designer, I talked about that in the last podcast, episode 83, UX designer versus web designer. I'll link to it in the show notes, uartechie.com slash 83. Essentially, a web designer is the person who straddles the line between design and development. A web designer creates wireframes, mockups, and prototypes that describe what a website or software will do and will look like. And then they also might do some front-end coding, which means HTML, CSS, and potentially JavaScript. JavaScript gets a little in-depth because you can use frameworks like React and Vue that with a little help from some backend technologies, are essentially full-stack languages. And that's why in our membership, we offer both UX design as well as full-stack development with JavaScript React because it enables our students more opportunity for different job types because they can do UX design, front-end development, web design, full stack development, all just understanding a series of skills and capabilities that they have. But when you're talking about web design, you typically don't go so far into JavaScript as to use React or Vue. You just use HTML, CSS, and then what's called vanilla JavaScript or plain JavaScript. And you might do more or less of that depending on how much of the upfront design, so the wireframes, the mockups and prototypes need to be done. You're just going to kind of straddle those lines. And what gets a little bit challenging is that you need to have someone doing the user research. So that may or may not be the web designer. Put it this way. The more user research the web designer is required to do, the less time they'll have for JavaScript 
Okay. I hope that kind of clears things up. There's this gamut between UX research and JavaScript. You can kind of think about it like that. And the more research that's required. So if someone else isn't doing your research for if there isn't a UX researcher for the web designer, they may have to do some of that. They're going to have less time for things like JavaScript. So while you may use more prototyping software in one job or more coding in another, web designers will mainly be using the technologies of Figma or similar prototyping software HTML, CSS, potentially JavaScript, but for sure Figma, HTML, CSS. Okay. So I want to kind of understand the technologies, really the the tools and stack you're going to use, but just understanding that is not going to make you a web designer. What you really need to understand is how to build an engaging experience for users, the way to build those skills is to go through the design to development process. That process starts with research, as I just mentioned, and then understanding the users you are serving and the problem they are having. That is the starting point in any great design. There's an intersection between the users and the problem they're facing. Learning the skills that I mentioned before in a vacuum won't get you very far into the process. You'd be better off learning the skills within the context of a project so that you can make the decisions that need to be made. And understanding those trade-offs with web design, everything's a trade-off because you have limited time and limited space to gain and keep the user's attention. So understanding those trade-offs is how you learn to continue to grow as a designer. And so the more you put yourself in a position to make those decisions, the more experienced of a designer you become. Not the more you use the tools, you become a great designer. Does that make sense? So if you've ever listened to one of my podcasts, you've heard me start say to start with a project. And really any web project that solves a problem for the users is going to be the best way for you to get started on your web design portfolio. And a portfolio is how you demonstrate your skills to an employer when you don't have experience to show them. So what I want you to focus on assuming you're on board with a project that you've selected for yourself or for someone else, and you're building this portfolio, which you can do right away by adding a summary of the project and then adding each asset that you create as you go. Assuming that you're on board with all that, what should you really be focusing on to become a web designer? What you should focus on is the UX process and one prototyping software like Figma. That's really where I want you to start and what to focus on first. Once you have a handle on those, I think it makes sense to add HTML and CSS. But to understand the UX process, you're going to want to put yourself in this position again and again and again to make 
decisions about what the user sees and what the user does. And I love the way Ryan Singer, he's formerly of Basecamp, now of Felt Presence, and he's also the author of Shape Up. I love the way Ryan talks about the process of developing a user experience. He calls them UI flows. I prefer the term user flows, but whatever you call them, it involves the thinking of deciding what the user sees on the screen and what the user does. What does the user see here? What can they do here? What do they see next? What can they do next? That thinking is at the heart of the web design process. The tools that we mentioned are how you create this experience. But don't forget in the midst of learning these tools that what you're really doing is deciding what the user sees and what the user does at each step along in the process. And the more you require yourself to make that decision, to make the decision of what the user is going to see and do, the more you're growing your skills as a web designer. So when that decision becomes hard, don't think that you're confused and you don't know something. I want you to try to make that decision and try to defend that decision and then figure out if that the defense of that makes sense or doesn't make sense based on how users react to what you've designed. Because making those decisions, that really is how you get good at, how you develop the capacity, and how you actually become a web designer. The capacity to make those decisions. Not to always be right, not to be perfect, not to be an expert on it, but to make those decisions through sound logic and then test those decisions with users. I know that can seem like I've made it sound really simple. And actually, it is pretty simple when you think about what we're doing as creating creators of digital experiences. We really are just answering those questions, what the user sees and what the user does. But I make no claims that that is easy. It's in fact quite complex and can be easily overwhelming. You can get lost in the tools or even your own design. I mean, that button radius, you really need to tweak it one more time, don't you? You can feel like you've made a million decisions and still there are a million more to make. And what if you made the wrong decision? It's honestly enough to be constantly overwhelmed if you don't refocus on these two very simple questions. What does the user see and what does the user do? All right, let's talk about how you communicate your value of web designer to a potential employer. I mean, they're not necessarily gonna wanna hear every detail about what the user sees and what the user does, right? So what might a hiring manager want to hear that communicates that you are ready, you are a web designer? A hiring manager is going to want to see your end designs, your prototypes, and even some of your code samples Yes, that is true. They're going to want to know that you have evidence of the fact that you've made a bunch of those decisions. And they're going to want to hear about what were some of the most critical decisions that you made? What really made the difference in the way that you were designing your software and how it served your users' pain just a little bit more specifically? 
I think that's an important point. But moreover, they want to hear decisions that you made that you later found out were not correct decisions. And you found that out based on your user research. And based on your user research, you changed your designs as a result. That's honestly going to be one of the most important questions you can answer to a hiring manager. No one wants a know-it-all designer on their team. Design is fluid and a desirable designer is someone whose mind can be changed when the research indicates that it should. What you learned that caused you to make adjustments to the design in your research will be a key piece to communicating the value that you bring as a web designer and not something that you should see as a error in your logic or a problem with you as a designer or your lack of expertise. It's actually the thing that you're going to talk about in your interviews and explain to people how you came to the final result through learning and growth. That's going to be an important piece. The important thing here is to make yourself start making decisions as soon as possible because you will be wrong. You will be wrong on many of the decisions that you make, but you'll also be right on many decisions. And the faster you start making these decisions, the sooner you'll have a user experience that you can test with users. The sooner you'll have a web design that someone can put their fingers on and you can see how they interact with it and you can learn from the decisions that you've made. Hey, did did this decision work out? Did that decision work out? It's a really mind-bendy type of thing in technology, but it is always changing. It's, it's iterative. It's very different than if you were uh, in medical school or a surgeon. It's even different than if you put a physical product out there. You really want to be creating things that are new and different, and innovation is the key. So you have to be willing to put new ideas out there. And a plug for the, the women and the moms out there, with only 20% of tech positions held by women, a lot of design ideas didn't come from women and moms. And so there's a lot of room and space for us to add our own unique ideas and creativity to web design out there. And it's important that we don't just look at what's existing and try to replicate that. That doesn't mean you don't use what works. You, you do use what works, but you're always going to want to have an element of innovation going on and new ideas. And so with, with you being fresh to web design, with you being not having necessarily all of these anchor points that other people have, you have a lot of great new ideas that you can bring to the table that I think are going to be really appreciated if you just give yourself a chance to make these decisions as you become a web designer. Thanks so much for listening today. I will see you next time. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to sign up for the UR Techie email list. Imagine being in the tech job of your dreams. Join me to get the strategies training and never ending support to get hired. Sign up at URTechie.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E. T-E-C-H-Y dot com. I'll see you next time.